Is Apple expanding its AirPods lineup? Should you be concerned about the recently revealed Thunderbolt security flaw? And what could we see when the iPhone 12 is released this fall? We'll talk about this and more on this episode of the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Michael Simon. Hello. And Jason Cross. Hello. Uh, before we go any further, I want to announce that we are having a giveaway to commemorate the upcoming 700th episode of the Macworld Podcast. We're teaming up with Rav Power for a giveaway of their PD 90 watt gallium nitride wall charger. There will be three lucky winners of this great device that you can use to charge your MacBook Pro in a shorter amount of time. Be sure to check out macworld.com for details on how to enter and visit ravpower.com for more information on the device if you want to learn more about it. And you can also check out the other Rav Power products. I, I have a couple of those gallium nitride power delivery chargers in there. They're yeah. pretty awesome. So, so enter. Yeah, it's just like your Apple USB-C chargers, like half the size. Yeah, like half the size. <laughs> so, yeah. The size yeah. And faster. And yeah, so they're great. Um, I have a couple of their, their batteries too. They make good stuff. The rumor mill is like in full effect now. And yeah, I think Apple during this whole thing has just been, you know what? We're just cutting our whole security <laughs> team. <laughs> We're not even going to try anymore. <laughs> It's like every day. It's like, well, here's everything that's releasing in September now. <laughs> here's March. Here's April. It's like, well, okay. So there are big rumors about the iPhone 12. But first, I want to talk about the AirPods Studio, which I think is kind of, to me, it's an interesting product because it's just, because they're earphones. They're not, I don't know. Yeah, headphones. They're right, headphones. Full on yeah. over the ear cans. Apple has Beats, but this is apparently an Apple developed product. Yeah, well, from their Apple audio engineer actively been working to replace every major Beats product over the last <laughs> couple of years. It's so weird because it, it is kind of Beats is still kind of run as a separate company and yeah. everything. Um, and they, so you know, they is, did update Power Beats recently and Power Beats yep. Pro, but those are clearly AirPods is clearly Apple's version of that. And this would be Apple's version of the Beats Studio Wireless Three or whatever version they're up to. Yeah, um, and, and we don't really know how different it'll be. Rumors are it'll be called AirPod Studio. It'll be 350 bucks, which is the right price. If you look at Bose and Sony and Beats, they're all about the same. They're all about 350 to 400 so 350 would be pretty good. You know, high-end sound and have a bunch of cool, smart features, right? Yeah. Which is the, the idea. Besides, obviously, noise canceling. And we would hope really, 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 really good sound. Like, that's where they need to stake their claim and say... Yeah. These sound amazing. I'm sure they will. I mean, based on what Apple's been doing with audio over the last couple of years, I'm, I, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. But I love the idea that like there's the sensors inside the cups will detect which ear they're on. So yep. if you have left and right flipped, it just flips. Yeah, that's awesome. Signal. Awesome. So yeah, there's no, so awesome. yeah, yeah, that's not, that's one of those things you're like, why haven't headphones? Why, right. Right. <laughs> why are we in 2020 and we don't have that? Yeah, exactly. Why am I, I like it, looking which ones are and then putting it on my, I don't know. Yeah. I know it only takes a couple seconds to look and, and figure right. out, but yeah. sometimes it's longer. If like, if it's like a, like a, like a real small engraving somewhere <laughs> on the inside, you're like, which is which here? Yeah. Uh, and things like uh, pads, the pads on the band and on the cups 
are magnetically attached and you take them off and put on like fabric ones that are light and breathe if you're doing exercise or you know soft leather ones for and they'll be fifty dollars each (laughs) probably (laughs) yeah i really wonder if third-party uh manufacturers will make stuff or if there's no question i mean i know they want to do it in a second but just like the apple bands you know it's like a kind of like apple doesn't officially support it but it's allowed oh and then it's some cool stuff like being able to detect not just when they're on your ears but when you have them down on your neck which would leave them it would pause the music but leave them powered on so they don't go to sleep because people do that they put them around their neck and they're like that for like 10 or 15 minutes you don't want them to power to power off yeah it's cool and i you know some people were debating the name i was i was reading on twitter i I think it's okay. I mean, I think AirPods, I mean, yeah, you do get that vision of the small little bud that you put in your ear, mm-hmm. but at the same token, it's also Apple's music brand at this point. Yeah. And I think AirPods studio, you had that studio, it does connotate, you know, regular sized headphones. True. I think, um, I like the studio brand. I wish they had done that more. Uh, now that pro both means stuff for actual professionals, that's like super expensive, like the Mac pro or the iMac pro, but also just the high end version better, better for everybody, like, <laughs> yeah. like the AirPods pro or the iPad pro or something like they need a, They need a brand. That's like, no, this is not just the high end version. This is for actual like professionals and stuff. Right. And studio is a good brand for that. But then these headphones I think are, are meant for millions of people to buy them. So, also true, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it, it doesn't really, I mean, S- studio has become the, the name for, you would use when you go into a recording studio. They don't necessarily have to be a professional. Yeah. But um, you know, Beats kind of kind of made that famous with their mm-hmm. with their studio, and you know, Apple's cribbing on that a bit. But I think it I think I, I think it works. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna hate on the name. It's 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 fine. Do we get a projected ship date on those? I, mm-hmm. I think I read that they're they're basically ready and they're just yeah. yeah. The, the last I heard was maybe WWDC, which seems like an odd place for it. But at this point, I don't even know what WWDC looks like. They did launch Apple Music at WWDC, so it, it, and HomePod. it's possible. Yes, oh, HomePod, also, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's entirely possible that they they use that platform to, to, it would, to show off this. It would be interesting to me if one of the things. So we've heard that they're working on a smaller, cheaper HomePod. And yep. as part of that, Siri is going to get a big boost this year, probably with like with iOS 14 and stuff like that. So it wouldn't surprise me if stuff like that HomePod mini or whatever you'd call it and the AirPod studio were coattails on mm. the Siri discussion. So right? they use Siri to tie it all together. Yeah. yeah so they come out and say, here's all the wonderful things we're doing with Siri and iOS 14 and everything. And then they talk about these couple, couple of audio products where you're going to be using Siri all the time. So that's, that seems like a, something they do in a WWDC ish. Yeah. They've done stuff like that reveal. before. So if, you know, if Siri gets better and a HomePod comes out, that's like 149 bucks. I mean, that seems like what we've been waiting for from Apple to really take on Amazon and Google in this, space and yeah i could see that at wwdc for sure more rumors came out this week about the iphone 12 this is actually kind of a big deal that was revealed earlier this week i think we knew that we were going to see four new iphones but we got like specs this time around yeah yeah we need some stuff about sort of sizes and and stuff but we didn't really know 
it's more details. Some yeah. of it corroborates earlier leaks. So we'll have the, I guess, for lack of a better term, the regular iPhone 12, and then we'll have the pro models. So I guess the changes are there's for the iPhone 11 and the iPhone sort of at 10s and stuff. There was one, there was one iPhone 11. Now there's going to be two models. There's a smaller model, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and and a current and and a model that's the same size as current ones, but they're going to have OLEDs instead of LCDs. And then the Pro models will have OLEDs with 10-bit color and they, you know this their XDR branding, which maybe it'll be brighter. I don't know. <laughs> um, but ProMotion, 120 hertz with like automatically adjusting the refresh rate and stuff to help preserve battery life and everything, which is something we've been waiting on for a while. Yeah. It was something we, they have in, in iPads, in the Pro iPads, and we're like, yeah, please. Yeah, I've, I've used it on um, Android phones. Samsung S20 has it. The uh, OnePlus has had it for, a, well, 120 this year and 90 hertz last year. And mm-hmm. uh, Google has a 90 hertz one too. And it doesn't seem like much, but man, it's a big difference. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it, it really, really feels a good. Difference. Yeah. yeah, it feels good, looks good. The whole thing is just, it's, it, is, it is way better. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Apple would, their sticking point has been battery life. On the phones that I've used, it is definitely, it takes a hit. Mm-hmm. When you have it on and leave it on, particularly on the Galaxy S20, which doesn't have as well or even at all. And they, they, didn't, they didn't really talk about it when I, when I uh, was briefed. Uh, the, the, the OnePlus has, has a dynamic situation, just like Apple, where it goes down to 60 when you're not using it. The Samsung doesn't, isn't really specific about whether or not it does that. It was a significantly less battery life when I had it on versus when I had it off. It's, yeah. you know, the battery is big enough in those phones where you can still get through a day. But for Apple, that would not be good enough. They still want to hit that twenty-hour yeah. number that they, yeah. that they like. especially so on those those pro phones. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I would assume that if it's we don't get OLED, it, that's why. right. OLEDs yeah. that do those sort of high refresh rates are only recently available. Yeah. Um, so all you know, all the iPads have LCDs that do promotion. Right. So yeah, that, there's some stuff to work out. Um, it's but that would be a great differentiator because honestly. The in the iPhone 11s, the Pro model, the only thing that really made it Pro is like, is stainless steel versus aluminum Pro? Yeah, I mean, that's a reach. No one, no one right. knows. So it's the extra, it's the extra rear camera. This time right. it would be extra rear camera plus the um, time of flight 3D LiDAR thing. LiDAR, yeah. Plus ProMotion. Now it starts to look like, oh, that's why I pay $250 more. Exactly like that's right. now yeah. I've got a reason to pay more you also get more ram in the pro models yeah, yeah i think knows that, cares. yeah they, apple doesn't <laughs> even even list that on their spec sheet so you know yeah. it's, it's yeah, it, consumers yeah. don't care developers will probably go oh i can probably take advantage of that somehow i mean i, I to, to i think that's what they have now right isn't it three and four or whatever it is now yeah something, something like, like that, that. Yeah, yeah there's a little bit more on the, on the higher end ones but yeah that's that's a that is an issue when it comes to android like the s20 has 12 gigs and other ones have eight gigs and, you know, real hardcore enthusiasts care about that. Apple people, for the most part, their system is so optimized, like it doesn't really make that much yeah. of a difference. Yeah. Baseline storage, the 64 gigabyte 
option is gone. Yeah, that's that was interesting. I mean, they jumped oh, on twenty eight. So great! Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I I thought it would last at least one more iteration, if not two, with yeah. sixty four. Is that on the regular iPhone twelves yeah. too? It, was, it yeah. was on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So the cheapest iPhone twelve, if that's like six ninety nine, and it's going to be small, or whatever. I think that's six six forty nine, according to the leak, which is crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah because for, the for an OLED iPhone with 120 gigs of storage is yeah it'll be small and the battery life won't be the best and then it's actually like a fifty dollar boost again on the one that's the same size right because six point one yeah th- you know. those are gonna be super popular especially if oh, battery life's sure, really good sure. yeah. battery life's really good on those and they're one twenty eight and they have this fancy new the A fourteen and everything yeah. up yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the other change is that the telephoto is changing from a 2X to a 3X. Oh, yeah. And they're working on doing like sort of a new digital telephoto zoom to compete with the stuff that Samsung and everybody's doing. Yeah, that's not a 100X, more like a 30X or something, but still that's pretty cool. The 100X stuff is kind of useless on it. It's it's silly. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's the really 30 is about where it starts to really break down on those yeah. cameras. But that's really, I mean, it's zooming into like 20X or something on those Android phones. It's really cool. It is. Yeah. It really is one of those yeah. things where you're like, God, I wish iPhones had this. So mm-hmm. it would be nice to see that that's and, and new. And also a, a new design, a, yeah. a more iPad-y design. And, um, a yeah, like the edge. iPad Pros with the, um, yeah, with the flat edges and stuff. Right. Which I loved. Oh, I loved that in the I old I, iPhone 5. The iPhone so. 5 was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right, Smaller notch. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the displays go further out to the edges yeah. of the phone. Like another half a millimeter or something. Yeah. Yeah. Based on the renders, which are usually pretty close to accurate by this point, they look pretty nice. I remember this time last year, we were yeah. all like, yeah, what the hell is with that camera <laughs> bump? And what is going on with this thing? And, but these look these look nice. Apple's so. going to have to beef up their um, sort of edge rejection of touches just because gripping it, you're going to accidentally touch edges more. It's still better than an Android, man, let me tell you. Like, yeah, yeah. Even, they even do a good job of it now. now. Yeah. 5G, even if it's just the uh, sub-6 gig 5G. It's the only one I with, care about. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's the only one that you can actually use with, with OLED and wireless charging. And, um, you know, iOS 14, A14 chip, 120 gigs of storage for 650 bucks. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that just, I, like, I, if I was Samsung or OnePlus or Google or anybody on the Android side, like usually they don't really overlap. Like Android's Android's, Apple's Apple's for as much as they like to talk. In this instance, with $1,000 and plus 5G phones all over the place on Android, Apple really has an edge here. I think we're going to start seeing seven hundred dollar uh, Android five G yeah, phones but this gonna, fall too. They're going to be running slow. It'll be terrible. <laughs> it's be terrible. I don't know about ter- ter- terrible. Terrible is a bold statement, but they're they're not going to be uh, high end premium phones. They're going to be right. Phones. Yeah, Apple's by comparison, top of the line phone mm-hmm. with a chip that beats the the fastest Snapdragon on Android for seven hundred bucks. I mean, that is enticing. I don't care what flag you fly. I didn't catch who did this, but I think somebody came out with like a render or something of a foldable iPhone. Yeah, that was making the rounds on on the, the Apple enthusiast sites today. Yeah, you yeah. know it's it's it, it looks fine. I don't, I don't understand why concepts are news. Like I, it's it's cool. 
Right. I mean, if they, they pass it around on Twitter, because well, yeah. websites need traffic. That's but they write these. <laughs> what's traffic, Roman? <laughs> As someone who works on a website, let me tell yeah. you. But they, they write these headlines like, "Well, uh, Apple's Apple's new folding phone concept blows away the Galaxy Fold," and I click it like an idiot, and it's like, "But well, wait a minute, this is a concept that some guy just made. There's not yeah. even a patent here." These I, are these are applications. This is pie these in the sky are, nonsense. Yeah, that's well, the thing that gets me. So yeah. is, that, is this being it's it's being kind of implied or impat, passed yeah. off as something Apple's working on? Like, give me a patent at least, patent filing <laughs> that I can you know hang it on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I still folding phones don't seem to solve anybody's problem. Yeah, and and, they, and at and great they, expense, they, they cause more problems than they solve. Right, to be right now. So I'm not saying never a folding phone, but I I think we're a ways from where they're. A net positive. Uh, earlier this week, a security researcher named Bjorn Reitenberg, I hope I got his name right. I, I am bad at pronouncing names, as anyone who listens to this podcast knows. He published a paper saying that showing some uh, security vul- vulnerabilities in Thunderbolt. And Jason, you did some research, you looked into the paper. Is this something that Mac users should be concerned about? Well, there's good news and bad news. The, the bad news is this affects all Thunderbolt 2 and 3 ports, including every Mac made and stuff. And there's a series of vulnerabilities. The, um, some of them, and, and these affect mostly PC and Linux, are really bad. They require you to open up the computer, but you can basically reprogram the the controller to have no security and you can read the contents of RAM and storage and all this stuff. It's bad. The good news is if you're running Mac OS, they have had kernel protection since iOS like 10.12, like Jaguar or something like it. You have to have a really, really old version of, of Mac OS to not have kernel DMA protection. And that means they, if they plug it into your port, they can't just read the contents of RAM or your storage or anything like that. They can only do the same stuff they can do now with a a malicious USB drive, which is like start scanning for ports and try and find Mm -hmm. an open, like, you know, key logging or something. So if, as long as you're doing normal stuff, like not plugging strange Thunderbolt devices into your computer, then you're fine. But the thing Mac people need to be aware of is if you're running bootcamp, to run Windows or Linux, there is no security. Like Apple has it flagged under the none security protocol, the Thunderbolt port. It is wide open. Don't plug any Thunderbolt. And and they can do things like I've locked my computer and it's at, it's on, but it's at the lock screen or it's in sleep mode. People can still plug something in and access the contents of your RAM or storage. So. Um, so if you're running bootcamp, always have your computer shut down when you leave it unattended in any way. Um, they, they, they call these evil made attacks because it kind of requires somebody to have physical access to your computer for a time, right? Yeah, they, <laughs> so they need to want to break into your computer. They need to right. want to break into your computer specifically right. and have like unfettered access to to five minutes to like plug stuff in your computer and do stuff. Right. Uh, which isn't common. 
that's yeah. that's really rare. Yeah. I watched the the video of the of the guy demoing it, and you know, it's 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 like like watch how easy this is, and he flips it over, he unscrews it, takes off the back plate, plugs in this thing, he has a whole nother setup next to him. It's like, yeah, like maybe it's easy if you have all this already in mind. Like exactly. somebody has to really want to break into your computer and have laid down the groundwork ahead of time to get to this point to where you leave it unattended for at least 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, the, the risk is relatively low. The way macOS works is uh, their security protocol for Thunderbolt ports is they can maintain a whitelist of these are known Thunderbolt uh, devices that will work. And they have an ID, and they all have ID strings. And the the danger for Mac users is that somebody can clone, take their they can take their malicious Thunderbolt device and clone a known good ID, so that your computer thinks it's a known good thing, and then will will access it. But they still have kernel protection, kernel DMA protection. So there's only so much they can do. It's not that bad. It's a lot better than it is on Windows or Linux computers, where a, a lot of them are just hose there's nothing they can do <laughs> and there's there's no update that'll fix any of this the only update you have to worry about as a mac user is that apple will probably update bootcamp such that uh they are not just running the thunderbolt wide port wide open <laughs> when you're running windows or, or yeah. linux via bootcamp my, my question whenever i read one of these things is is so i assume that somebody found this when they were developing this and it's like, you know what? It's not worth it. Like the risk is low enough. We're just not going to fix this. Right. Yeah, or, I, I mean, I, no, I think it's just too that. valuable. This is valuable to things like the CIA and NSA and stuff like that. They know about ah, these things. Well, right? that, that, that's a, that's an equally interesting theory. Right. So uh, either, either way, it wasn't a mistake. <laughs> yeah. I think the boot camp stuff is an oversight. That that yeah, that yeah. sounds like we overlooked this. This isn't the highest priority piece of software that we do. Yeah, what's the percentage of Mac users running bootcamp right now? Or? Right, and Apple's recent record with bootcamp, they haven't really done a lot with it. I mean, wasn't yeah. there even rumor that maybe it would drop because, like, with ARM processing, you wouldn't? Have I I would not be the least bit surprised if bootcamp just goes away when yeah. whenever they make their own Mac processors. Yeah. What's the oldest OS you can run on a Thunderbolt Mac? Can you even run like Jaguar on a, like on a Thunderbolt Mac? That's a good question. It, I don't even it, know if you can. You, it impacts all the way back to those Thunderbolt 2 ports that had like different, it, their own little pl plug, a Thunderbolt square, plug, yeah. that square Thunderbolt. It, it impacts going all the way back to that. So I think so. I, I haven't lined it up, but that's, yeah, that's pretty old stuff. Yeah. In fact, the backward compatibility of Thunderbolt 3 is part of the way that they're hacking modern ports because mm -hmm. they're backward compatible with Thunderbolt 2 protocol okay. stuff. The, the, the long and short of it is that if you're just a regular Mac user and you use Mac OS, you really don't need to worry about this. You really need to worry about things like the stuff you do online, like right. Right. running downloaded programs and stuff like that. Those are, those are your security risks. Just don't let strange people plug strange stuff into your computer. <laughs> that's a that's a general that's, rule. That's a general <laughs> rule. General USB factor. Thunderbolt, whatever. Well, that just about does it for this week's episode of the MacWorld Podcast, episode six hundred and ninety-eight. I'd like to thank Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Mike Simon. Thank you, Roman. And thanks to the audience for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes through SoundCloud or on Spotify. 
If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time. Is Apple expanding its iPods lineup? Uh, you said iPods. I was AirPods. Damn, it says AirPods right here. I was just going. I was trying to figure out what you were trying to say for the first half of it. Such a ah yeah. Years and years of iPod. I know. I wrote AirPods. You did. No, I got it. All right, I'll do it again. Here we go.